Hey listeners, just a heads up, the following episode of the Landlord and Tenant Podmas contains creepy, spooky, and ghoulish material. Parents might want to keep the little ones away. Welcome to another fun-filled uh, episode of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. I am Tenant Mike. And I'm Landlord James. Oh, we're going to have a fun time today, James. I can, I can already feel it. In the uh, yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's more interesting, but uh, I'm, excited. I'm excited to do this with well, you. Well, even if you just <clears throat> learn something, maybe that's not fun, but it's, it's good for... Um, Definitely not fun. How has your week been, James? I hear you have uh, you've had quite an adventure since uh, we last saw each other. That is true. I was in a little place called La La Land. I went to L.A. Um, Did you do uh, uh, drinking? What What the hell am I? Yeah, I was in uh, Los Angeles, and uh, I uh, it was very fun. I went there for a bachelor party with some of my, my bros. So you went to L.A. for a bachelor party. Now, yeah. I've, I've never been to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it as fun and exciting and glamorous I, I as, was as wish- I imagine? Yeah, well, I was wishing the sign still said Hollyweed when I was there. Take a <laughs> pic of that. That's so funny. That but, was funny. Uh, no, it was just the Hollywood, unfortunately. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I went with some buddies and we really partied in this bachelor party. We went to Vegas. We were at Hollywood and Vine. We were in, wow. uh, Skid Row partying with the, with the druggies there. We were, I mean, it was, it was really crazy. You went to party in Skid Row. That's yeah. Oh man. Those guys are cool. Oh my God. And guess who partied with us? Who? Mr. Stephen Baldwin. Oh, he's sort of the, yeah, he's like the lesser Respected kind of Baldwin mm. brother guy. I don't know. He's not. He's not as good. I'll tell you this thing. He's be- he's not uh, as forward looking as Mr. Alec Baldwin, who's doing a great job uh, sticking it to uh, President Trump on SNL. Well, I'll tell you what. I really enjoyed talking politics with Stephen, and he thinks a lot differently than his brother Alec. And I would much rather have a beer with Stephen than Alec and his uh, stuck up. <laughs> well, I guess out of touch. Let's leave it at this. There's a Baldwin to suit every type of person out there. That might be true. Um, and so tell who who was getting married? Who was this? <clears throat> do I know the bachelor? Uh, no, it's one of my friends that you, you know, I wouldn't really. I know you guys wouldn't get along, oh, so another, I wouldn't really another do an landlord intro. kind of guy. Or, it's uh, more of a landlord kind of guy. Uh, it's my friend Trey, and uh, Trey. he was getting uh, married to uh, this one Bryn. And uh, Trey and Bryn are both awesome. So anyway, yeah, Trey and I partied. Stephen Baldwin was there. My huh. buddy Coco was there. My buddy Braun. My buddy uh, Dryn. Um, who else was there? Oh, porn stars partied with us. It was crazy. It was really crazy. Jenna Jameson. How much did this Anya trip Ivey, cost? How did uh, you... Uh, oh, I don't know. I make so much money from the building, I don't really think about it. But it was... Uh, it was expensive, that's for does sure, his, but does, it was worth it. Can I ask, maybe, you know, you're going to call me prudish, but does does the man's uh, fiancé know that he was partying with actual porn stars, uh, you know, before getting married? 
Michael, I would never do that to a woman. If, I was betrothed to. If you could to, dream would, up a lame concern, that would be it. The lamest concern of all time. Does your I wife just, know that? You, like, give me I a just, break, Michael. I don't think that partying with porn stars, like a like real porn stars, is something that a guy who's about to get married should do. Oh, I can't wait for your bachelor party. <clears throat> Let's go to the library. No, it won't be at the library. We'll go somewhere nice. Uh, you know, like a a firkin pub or something oh, like for that. Christ's sake! Good value, good food, cool tunes. Uh, I went to one recently that has a mural on the wall uh, that shows. You know the Ministry of Funny Walks sketch from Monty Python. No. It has a sort of mural of the John Cleese character doing a funny walk, and I was just me and my friends were just laughing at that mural as we enjoyed our beer. Okay, so what? Uh, how was your week, Michael? Pretty good, pretty good. I also had a pretty exciting uh, week. I doubt, go- I doubt it was as exciting as <laughs> going to L.A. Well, didn't go to L.A., didn't uh, go to the Sunset Strip uh, like you did, uh, didn't party on Skid Row, but uh, we did get our first podcast review on iTunes. <laughs> Congratulations, James. We've done it. We have our first review. Would you like to hear it? Sure. I woke up the other day, found this review, was super happy. So uh, here we go. This is historic. Five-star review on iTunes. Okay. That's the highest uh, review you can give something. Uh, the, the person's name is North513. Not sure if it's a man, woman, child. Doesn't even matter, though. Uh, and the review goes like this. Really enjoying this funny podcast. Oh, yeah. That had me walking on sunshine for basically the past two weeks. Uh, I love knowing that we're reaching people out there and that we're making such an impact and people love what we're doing. And it's so great. Uh, Who needs L.A. when we have um, our review on iTunes? So that's your fun week. That was my fun week. I... uh, I told my mom about this. I told my little brother about this. I, uh, I'm God. basically walking around uh, Toronto and uh, just walking up to strangers and saying, we got a review. That this one person wrote a Print- sort of yeah. sort of complimentary I, review. That's very complimentary. Five stars. I printed it out, hung it on the wall at work. Oh, Everyone Michael. sees it there. It's nice. Do you think Marin does that? I don't know. He probably has a... I don't know what those Aaron does. Oh, my God. Whatever. I'm not going to... Okay. I feel like you're not as excited about the re- five-star iTunes a- review. iTunes created by Steve Jobs. Yeah. It's a bit pathetic, frankly. But I'm glad for you that this means... That this gives you meaning. Yeah, it does something. give me meaning. And, you know, not all of us can go to L.A., so... All right. Well, why don't we wrap this uh, segment up? Really enjoying this funny podcast. Yeah, it's, just take it in. <sighs> Let's wrap up the segment and uh, be right back with our guest. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess. Um, we're uh, here with our guest now. Michael, are you excited? I am excited about our guest this week, but I, I do have to confess, I'm also a little bit uh, scared. <laughs> My hand is trembling. I know you can't uh, see that, our listeners, but um, th- things are about to take a, a turn for the paranormal and the freaky. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, our guest um, is actually a ghost 
What is? What do you say? A ghost tour? Uh, ho- well, the the proper verbiage is that I lead a haunted tour. Haunted tour. So you're, it's <laughs> Dorian Glass who lives in the building. Welcome to the show. And he's a he he hosts a haunted tour. Now, hearing those words, haunted tour, immediately the hairs are standing up on the back of my neck, and I'm starting to shiver and shake. And <laughs> I I don't know how you do it, and I can't wait to hear how you do it. Well, Michael, my boy, you need not be scared of uh, revenants. As you know, uh, uh, no one has ever been harmed by a ghost. <laughs> you know, I simply just show people where ghosts live currently, and the ghosts can do not but watch. So, Dorian, uh, let's start right at the very beginning. Uh, how did you become a haunted tour guide? I've never met anyone who has this job, so I'm, I'm really interested to know. Well, Mike, it's a very fascinating story, you see. Ooh. I was about uh, 36 and uh, I frightened very easily as a as a younger man. Been there, been so there. I made my way into the city on one very dark and disturbing night. And I saw a path of people. They were listening to a man gesturing towards an old building. So I joined that group of people, and he was giving a ghost tour. And I thought to myself, well, I could do that. I'm already wearing the cape and a stovepipe hat. And lo and behold, one orientation session later, I became a leader of Haunted Tours Toronto. (laughs) Oh my god, I love that story. And you you went, you happened to just like stumble upon a haunted walk while you were wearing a top hat and a cape. That's so, Mm -hmm. so wild. It's what we in the spirits business call a convergence. Ah, I love that word. Yes. Convergence. Yes, absolutely. When was the last time you converged with somebody, Michael? All right. Not for a while. Is that like, are you taking a dig um, at me over like dating or having sex? Yes, yes. Well, I'll tell you, it's none of your business. So, Dorian, like, where do where do your tours go? Is it is it like just of this building, or? Oh well, we go all around the city of Toronto. Uh, uh, for example, one of my more popular tours is at uh, the Casa Loma, just uh, up on Spadina. I love that place. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful old little castle, you know. And uh, uh, the tour that I lead, which is a little bit different from the the other ones, is uh, I take people through a, a little tour of the kitchen area. There's a little sprite who ah. uh, d- died mid century, mid twenty century and if you if you if you're there what is a sprite oh sprite's a a mischievous ghost (laughs) spirit of a mischievous person wait you're a landlord in 2017 and you don't know what a sprite is no i know the drink oh god (laughs) is that supposed to be funny like sprite seven up no i just this is all seems insane to me but okay so there's a sprite in casa loma that you you take people to see yes yes and he bangs on the pots and pans in the kitchen and uh and that sort of thing it's all mischievous is he malevolent or or is he just purely having fun sort of like a uh i don't know what kind of muppet am i thinking of like a sort of animal animal the muppet he's not evil but he is a wild uh energy uh, not quite like uh, Animal the Muppet. I would say more of a of a, uh, 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 a Rizzo, the Rizzo the Rat. Rizzo the Rat. Just a, yes, just a little uh, slight hint of of, of of mischief, but also a, a, a friendly Elan. 
Well, I like that. that. That's the kind of ghost I'm cool with, the kind of sprite uh, I, I'd like in my life. Yeah. I hate, there's nothing more terrifying than the idea of a ghost that's going to try and uh, hurt me or something. Well, you don't even know if there's a, a ghost in your unit. Perhaps there's one there right now. So I, I kind I, of uh, de- took I, a bad detour here. So you're saying there are ghosts in the building, in this building? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Okay. So like, like where? Oh, well, everywhere. I mean, ghosts can attach themselves to anything, anyone, any place. Uh, there could be uh, uh, ghosts in, in uh, uh, for example, that uh, ring that you have uh, on your hand right there. You know, it's, Damn, my class ring? Yeah, it's your class ring. Or maybe someone attached a specific significance to the class ring and is now haunting it and consequently you. Wow. Maybe someone that you wronged in the past... James and and someone who you wronged and then they died, maybe their spirit is coming back to to haunt you. Is that a possibility, Dorian? Perhaps. Have you wronged anyone, Dorian? Not that I can think of. Not that I can think of. I do have one question. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a woman who lived in the building who was such a babe. She was kind of like Carmen Electra or like Pam Anderson type, you know, like mm-hmm. real babe. And she died. Do you think her ghost, like, have you ever seen her? You would know. Like, she was, hello, mm. really hot. Well, what was the year? When did she die? Mm. God, do you remember her, Mike? Yeah, I remember her. She was a lovely person, and I was very sad. But she was, hello. C- Cindy, what was her last name? Cindy McHale? Cindy McHale. She Cindy was so McHale. nice, and I can't believe she died she so young. I so Hot. Did you? Yeah. Have you? Have you seen a Cindy McHale or heard read in your research about a Cindy McHale? I just wonder if she still like talks about me. I don't know. Well, I, I certainly remember a case of a Cindy McHale passing away in an apartment building way too young. Perhaps it could be her. Oh. Yeah, but um, I believe it had something to do with a uh, with a grease fire. Yeah, that sounds right. That oh. sounds right. Damn. Well, if will you do me a favor? If you read anything about Cindy and her ghost appearing, let me know because I would totally. You, hold on. Are you trying to? You're trying to like hook up or like flirt with a with a former dead tenant? Well, I've, if the are you are trying real- to use Dorian to to get in touch with the? I, I, look, I'll be honest. I'm skeptical ghosts exist. I'm. I a lot of what you guys are saying sounds insane to me. But so the only ghost you are willing to believe real- in is a hot. Dead girl. Well, if it's real, then yeah, sure, I'd love to. Like, what are her options right now? I probably have a better chance than I did when I was alive. She was alive. Excuse me. Mm. Right? Dorian, back me up on this. Have you ever experienced, like, a spirit dating a human? Oh, absolutely. There's a story about this particular apartment that I can share. Oh, my God. I would love to hear this. Well, okay, back in the year 1997. (laughs) I'm already scared, sorry. Yes, oh, no. Uh, There was a a very lonely man living inside of Unit 9B, and he had just moved there. He'd just gotten out of a bad relationship, and so he went to sleep one night and was just thinking about his his ex-girlfriend, Veronica, and then all of a sudden, he heard a little rapping at his door. A little rap, rap, rap. Now, he thought to himself, that's strange. What is that rap, rap, rapping on my door? That would freak me out. Mm-hmm. It would freak me out, too. That's supernatural. And so he heard the rap, rap, rap again, and he heard it again. 
So he opened the window. And? <laughs> and there was no one there. Can we stop the story? I feel a little like I feel I feel like I'm uh, gonna hyperventilate or you know what I think. Have a, is there more to the story? I did. I don't mean to cut you off, but I need to, a little breather here. That's it. That's the entire ghost story. Oh God! Someone was okay, locking in the door. Okay, what is it about this apartment and lonely? No this, offense, Mike, but lonely single men who don't have like oh, anyone to love. Come on. No, but that's crazy. That the guy who lived—that's the weirder <clears throat> thing to me. That the last guy who lived in here was like pathetic. No offense, Mike. But like was a single kind of loner. Just because guy. someone's lo- uh, is n- is not in a committed but, relationship doesn't mean that they're a loser or lonely. Dorian, that could be something to talk about on your tour. Is like what's up with this apartment that it attracts like you know um, fussy single men who stay home alone and you know uh, play play keyboard by themselves. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like there might be something about this apartment going on. Well, some no, draw. You're absolutely right. Actually, I, I have been uh, noodling with on an idea uh, as the 171 case studies that I've read about the hauntings in this apartment building are due to the bachelor apartments. Yeah. Uh, I do think there is a, a distinct connected theme there. Mike, you have to are admit you si- that guy sounds like you. It doesn't sound like like me, really. I've never dated anyone. I've never even known anyone named Veronica, for mm-hmm. one thing. Um, so the differences, that's just one of many differences between me and the, the fellow in that, in that terrifying story. Mm-hmm. Have you, well, let me ask Mike, have you I don't, experienced anything supernatural? Um, I don't, you're going to laugh when I say this, James. I hope you don't laugh, Dorian. I but would never laugh at you. I have every night when I go to sleep, I say my prayers, uh, oh, because God. my Catholic faith does direct every decision I make. It's not something I boast about, but it's something that I have a, that really roots me uh, in my life. Uh, I say my prayers, and I tuck myself into bed, and I start, there's this smell that fills the room. And after the smell, I, 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 I hear a female voice just saying, Michael, is that a ghost, or is that, what is that? Ooh, that sounds like a ghost. There's so, no other explanation for that. Why Why the smell? I've never heard of, like, you never see a horror movie where it's like, ah, the smell! It's always something else. Oh, well, ghosts love to signal that uh, they're around by using any of your sensory capacities. So, for hmm. example, if a ghost is in the area and wants your attention, uh, they might conjure a smell of a food that you remember from childhood. Hmm. Or uh, a ghost might make a, a loud sound, like a, a boo or, you know, like a ah. clapping or a rapping at a door. Yeah, because I've, I've not heard any clapping or rapping. Mm-hmm. But this smell, it, it smells like hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And then it's a woman's voice saying my name. Um, do you know anyone who passed away who had some association with hot dogs? Yeah, there was a little girl I knew when I was a kid, and uh, we went to camp together, and she was always... Uh, her dad owned a hot dog company, and she died. That's... Mm. That could but be But there's it. no one else that I can think of. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Well, Michael, I mean, did you, like, let her drown or something? Like, why did she die? Because if it's your she fault, burned. she's probably... She didn't drown. She was burned. Well, Jesus. I mean... I didn't let her burn, but that's Well, she I... blames you, clearly. This well, dead... Well, it wasn't my fault. Well, not according to her, because she's coming and visiting you every night and making you smell hot dogs. Maybe she's not mad. Maybe she's, like... Dorian, what are the... Like, she's clearly mad, right? Like, if she's still... Coming to see you, like you let this girl die, Mike. What's wrong with you? 
Yes, you did. Well, Maybe it sounds like you did. What did? You, what are my rights? She's spying on me. That's not cool. Oh, I think the rules of, of social contract are dissolved as as you become a ghost. And it's clear from the sounds of it that she has unfinished business that you have to resolve somehow. Hmm. Well, I didn't... I'm not responsible for the way she died. So if she thinks I am, well, she can go... She can uh, kiss my butt. So, wow. So, Mike, what happened? She was like a fire in the camp, and, you know, what was she there, like, screaming help? She was on fire duty that night. You were reading a book or something? No, she was my partner. We were in charge of putting out the fire, the campfire that night, and I had to go to the bathroom, and when I came back, she was uh, dead in the fire. (laughs) Wow. Mike, that's brutal. I thought you said she drowned. Yeah. No, James said James uh, suspected her of drowning, <clears throat> but she actually burned in the fire. Oh. So your guy's job was let's put out the fire, and then you're like, "Ooh, I have to go to the bathroom." I've been drinking and then you come so back much. And she's dead. I was drinking so much Gatorade that I had to go to the bathroom, and she said it was fine. Wow. Hmm. Well, you're screwed. Well, I think you have to find what the ghost wants you to do in order to resolve her very troubled spirit. Hmm. I don't know. Like, how would I even go? How would a regular person like me go about that? Communicating and sort of negotiating with a uh, maybe she ghost. just wants you to get a life. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that's what a ghost uh, wants from me. Hmm. Well, and well, also, I don't need to get a life because I already have one. So that's. Yeah, you're really making the most of your time on Earth. Um, wait, wait, Dorian. How could I? Would you do me the favor? Mm-hmm. Of coming into my bedroom tonight after I say my prayers to do some sort of like uh, ritual. I don't know what you call it. Oh, like a, a seance. A seance to sort of negotiate on my behalf. Sort of like a ghost lawyer. Okay. Uh, a, a mediator. Yes. Okay. I, uh, I rather like this idea. I mean, again, I'm merely a tour guide. I just know the spookiest places and, and stories of the city, mm. but... I think I've watched enough TV to know what to do during a seance. Well, I would really love that if you did that. Let me ask you this question, my boy. Are you... Do you, do you frighten easily? Yes. Mm, okay. Do you... Do you balk at the sight of, of uh, occult signs? Um, I do. If I try to... You'll see my apartment is... You look around here. Mm-hmm. There are no occult signs. Uh, nothing... That could invite evil energy, like from a demon or a ghost, or a. I thought so. Nothing that could invite a demon or a. Uh, a woman. Nothing no. that could invite a woman over. Oh, I like a woman you would take one step in here look, and see the loser, you know, zone you've got, and be like, "Okay, yeah, I gotta go." Uh, I I am afraid of occult symbols. Yes, to answer your question. Okay, well, you must get over this fear because we're going to have to draw a series of pentagrams everywhere. <laughs> um, would these be like sort of just temporary pentagrams? Well, they'll be there for as long as we have to draw the ghost out of uh, her shell, so to speak. Hmm. To quote the movie. You know, that's really all really interesting. Like. What I like about what you're describing the ghost world is it sounds like ghosts are kind of free to do what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what I'm like, because there's no government clearly in the ghost world. So what there's no one, know of? You, 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 you take care of yourself. You're not paying taxes to support people who, you know, are choosing not to work or, you know, sort of choosing handouts or any, you know, restrictions on our personal freedoms or anything like that. It sounds like ghosts live in sort of this 
uh, frankly, the kind of country I'd like to be living in, if I'm going to be completely honest. So what James is doing now <laughs> is he's trying to uh, spread his sort of libertarian propaganda to propaganda. Uh, beyond the grave, apparently. Uh, I, I don't think I have to spread it beyond the grave, Michael, because it sounds like ghosts have sort of got it figured out. Why don't you go join them, then? Well, you know what? Maybe I will, and I'll find a hot dog girl and give her some dirt on you to haunt you more. Dorian, I'd like to apologize for... Uh, getting into a nasty dispute with James here in front of you. This isn't about us. This is about you today. Mm, not at all, my dear boy. I just, I don't want you to just suddenly die without resolving these petty issues between you both. Hmm. I don't want to hear any ghosts squawking at each other. If I can think of the things I want to make sure I accomplish before I die, uh, resolving with Mike is pretty low on that list, on the bucket list. But thank you, Dorian. Mm. Dorian, can I ask, you uh, You said before that you know, because you're a haunted tour guide, and we seem to have, uh, instead of exploring that, we seem to have spent a lot of time on the dispute between James and, and me. Um, can I ask you, what are some of the spookiest places in Toronto? Because you did say you knew them. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Spookiest places in Toronto. Well, we all know uh, Casaloma. We know... Uh, yes, that's Sprite. It still gives me the chills. Yes, yes. Uh, there's, of course, the Keg Mansion. I oh, love that place. Yes, absolutely. Tell us, tell us why it's so uh, so haunted. Oh well, there was uh, about a hundred years ago, uh, there was a, a an eyes wide shut party, <laughs> as they used wow. to be called wow. back then. And uh, during that party, an electrician uh, was trying to uh, install a new light, and he shocked himself to death. Wow. It's like an Edgar Allan Poe story. Yeah, absolutely, yes. uh, Was it the Keg Mansion at the time? uh, At the time, no. It was just just a regular mansion. Oh. Uh, But uh, they did serve a lot of steak there. Oh. It was very incidental. But, uh, yeah, that's one of those. So does this electrician's ghost, does he... sort of stalk the hallways and the rooms and sort of freak people out? Well, no one's actually seen him, so he doesn't freak people out in person. But if you go to the top floor of the Keg Mansion, where they haven't worked very hard on any of the electrical fixtures and other things like that, if you go there and you turn on a light, it'll blink on and off as though it were electrocuting a body. Ah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, you won't catch me up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you can't afford to eat at the keg. I don't eat meat at all. Yeah. Um, where so. else uh, is haunted, uh, Dorian? Oh, uh, uh, Firkin on King. I knew it! Mm-hmm. When I was there recently with my friends, uh, that's the one that has the... Uh, mural of John Cleese, I believe. Uh, we felt we felt like things were uh, something was weird, some weird energy. We, th- we knew there was a ghost there. Mm-hmm. Tell us about him. Well, the, na- the ghost's name is Sean, and he died in two thousand and five. Now <sighs> it's a very fascinating ghost. That's so sad. It is very very sad. Uh, until you hear the way that he died, actually, he was trying to mimic the Ministry of Silly Walks Walk, and he wasn't looking where he was going and <sighs> did it straight into traffic where ten uh, vehicles ran him over. Ten! What a way to go. My God, that is honestly my fear. Because I'm always, with my friends, we're like reenacting that Ministry of Silly Walks sketch, and mm. 
sometimes we get so into it that like we've had a few close calls with mm. with vehicles. I would hate to die that way. Absolutely. Well, my dear boy, it's all in good fun, and I think the spirit world understands that. But do take this as a cautionary tale against tomfoolery in public. And uh, this is also a fascinating tale uh, oh. to me because uh, a lot of ghosts uh, that you, uh, that people have reported seeing, are wearing you know the garb of uh, centuries bygone. You know, yes, nineteenth sort of century or early twentieth century, and this is a man who was dressed very squarely in the fashion of the uh, mid two thousands. So he's wearing an <sighs> anime shirt and. Uh, uh, some cargo pants with uh, several pockets along the side is very fascinating. If you if you hang out oh. around that area at nighttime, you will be able to see him just practicing a ministry of silly walks walk while You're talking pa- about going to buy a katana at black market. You're painting such a vivid picture in my mind. I don't know about you, James. That it's I really feel like I'm I'm witnessing this guy's death. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um. Interesting. Very interesting, Dorian. Um, what about like the CN Tower or the Sky Dome or, uh, you know, mm-hmm. down down that area? The new Ripley's Aquarium. Is there any ghost ghostly action there? You know, and you, you do know, uh, Dorian, that I do work at the CN Tower gift shop. Uh, not the one on the main floor, not the one up top, but the one uh, very deep underground. So, oh, yes, the sub gift shop. Sub gift shop, yes. Well, as uh, local legend has it, that entire area of the city where they built those famous monuments is a notorious conduit for spiritual energy. Ah. So uh, in order to uh, hide and also neutralize some of the uh, negative ions uh, from the the ghost activity, uh, they built uh, in the 70s a big concrete tower. And uh, not long after that, of course, the the Sky Dome for for baseball games. And it was believed that those would uh, eliminate some of that. But because you work underneath the CN Tower, you might be privy to, and uh, I think you might have heard of this Mm. particular spirit, the CN Ghoul. Oh, whoa. CN Ghoul. That is cool. I don't... But CN Ghoul, what does it look like? Oh, it's a, a very tall man. Mm. And he's got uh, an eye patch on one eye. And he's got uh, curls, a head full of... Curly-haired fellow. Curly-haired fellow. And, uh, and he's wearing just a... Single boiler suit. Boiler suit. That's the yeah. Yes, that's that's how you know. CN Ghoul. Are you sure it's not just some freak who's like lost in the path system or something? Like, are you sure it's a ghost? I. I mean, sounds like a janitor who's like lost it. I haven't seen him myself. My coworkers have, and they said it was a ghost because he went through a wall. So I don't think uh, most janitors can't go through a wall. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, the CN Ghoul. That's a that's a good one. It does seem like Toronto's ghosts aren't quite up to snuff compared to like London or Paris or Boston. I or- feel exactly the opposite way. I'm sick of people putting down uh, local culture, Canadian culture, and always looking to America or to to Europe. We've got great 
ghosts here, right here in our city. Uh, wouldn't you agree, Dorian? Absolutely, yes. I mean, we're certainly a very new country in a new city that's mm. on the up and up, you know. But, uh, you know, give it a hundred years, we'll have some real classic ghosts. I, I personally welcome the new crop of, of, of upstarts spreading the spooky news. Can I ask a question? Yes. About the area there near the CN Tower, near the Rogers Center, the ACC, near the Ripley's Aquarium. Are fish ghosts? What? Something like the je- animals, jellyfish. Idiot. Have you seen the jellyfish in that room? They're all f- Are like fish flooping ghosts? around like they're like, hmm. they look like they're ghosts. I don't know. That's a very interesting question. They, they could be ghosts. No, it's not. They're animals. Well, jellyfish okay. aren't animals. Let's not close our minds off from scientific inquiry entirely. Thank okay. you, Dorian. Uh, now, my initial answer would be, of course, fish are not ghosts, but... Well, I'm disappointed to hear that. But, 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 there are some very spooky-looking fish. Thank you. As the jellyfish, as you said. Uh, sometimes I'm uh, spooked by a crab or... Uh, even you, even you, who... Ooh, yes, of course. I you're you're in the business of, of ghosts. Dorian, that was a very kind answer to the stupidest question of all time. Oh, there are no stupid questions, yeah, my boy. Yeah, our fish ghosts um, might actually be the one exception to that rule. Have you seen when they, like, the scientists are always discovering new species in the ocean, and some of these pictures you see... It could be from a, a horror movie. They look like ghosts, go- goblins, and ghouls. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why I asked that question. Because they don't look like like uh, animals. Well, ghosts can be anywhere, hmm. and that's my answer for that. And thank you for your open mindedness and and willingness to question the fabric of reality. Oh yeah, You're he'll welcome. question the fabric of reality. Mm-hmm. Dorian, can I ask you, what is your favorite Toronto ghost story? Well, it's actually one that's right inside of this building. Ooh. And that's why I, uh, I'm on this pod mess today. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. Yes, yes. My favorite Toronto ghost story. Okay, well, uh, so in, uh, in uh, 2009, I believe it was, a, uh, another lonely man... He rented a unit on the second floor, and uh, he came into he came into the unit on his very first day of renting, and he uh, had everything set up a particular way. And as he was looking at his apartment, he thought, "Well, I could arrange everything as I like it, but I, I'm so very famished. I think mm. I could go for a bit of food." And so he left his apartment for twenty minutes. Had a Subway sandwich from Subway. Yes. And he came back. And when he came back, his furniture had been rearranged ever so slightly. Uh. His couch was on one wall when he left it. But when he came back, it had been further down that same wall. And he... The thing that he had plugged in before when he came back, had been unplugged. Oh, my God. Now, how do you explain that? How do you explain that? That's the Can, best. That's the best, yeah. That's the best Toronto ghost story. It's, it's just I love so it. spooky, yeah. I, I mean, I... 
So he went to get a sub. Went to get a sub, yes. And then he came home, and his furniture was moved a bit, and his like phone charger was unplugged. Yes, and he was the only person in that apartment. Did he die of fright? Is that the next part of of the story? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like I would die of fright if that happened to me. Well, let's he- just say he didn't die of fright, but he was concerned. And so... Shit. He asked around, he asked the super, he asked the landlord, he asked the neighbor across from him, anyone had been in his unit in the 20 minutes, and you want to know the answer that he got from each and every one of them? Yeah. I don't know. No one knew. That uncertainty, that ambiguity to Mm. me is... More terrifying than if a ghost threw a knife, like, at your heart or, you know, that kind of thing. Something, something really violent like that. Wow. So, so crazy that such a wild story happened in this building. Right? It's just... Don't, don't uh, pay any attention to James just being a, a skeptical Sammy. That's, that's kind of his thing. James, I, I must admit, I'm a little bit... Uh, concerned about your lack of imagination. I mean, have you never encountered anything that makes you believe that there's a world outside of yourself, outside of your senses? I mean, I've done peyote and that was like sick. That was like, whoa. Like that was probably the only time like where I felt, you know, like I was at uh, Burning Man and um, it was like, Really partying like crazy, and yeah, these met these girls from Australia, and they were like, "You go to Tronis, man," and I was like, "Sure, just trying to you know get with them or whatever." And then they give me the peyote, and then I definitely like it was sort of like you know definitely experiencing a different reality for sure. Uh, but I mean, I'm sorry, I'm trying to buy your ghost situation here. I mean, I mean, I'm definitely interested in if Cindy Cindy's ghost reappears. I'm just having trouble believing. I mean, I believe that the that Mike got a girl killed and that she haunts. I didn't him. have I a girl do. killed. She fell into the fire when you were yeah peeing. And I, I'm a little skeptical of the whole of this building's ghost scene of the Toronto yeah, ghost. How come there scene? are so many dead people in this building? That's the question uh, we should be asking. Hmm. Doreen, do you have any insights into why so many people died? I mean, I've lived here for yeah, like three years, tw- yeah. and about 25 people have died in that time. Yeah. Mm. Like this, yeah. Does the tour actually go through the building? Because I mean, there, there does seem there's a lot of deaths in here. Uh, yeah, that um, I gotta say that's pretty uh, curious to me. I mean, I, I think a lot of the deaths have just been respiratory issues for some reason. Hmm. And not even just sort of older people, but younger people. Uh, people have been living here for a little while. An 18 year old neighbor of mine just down the hall, he passed away last weekend, mm. suffocated. I mean, it's probably just a, you know, maybe, okay, maybe there is something to paranormal a bit, and there's just some kind of paranormal energy in this building that leads to a lot of seemingly healthy young tenants passing away Mostly from asphyxiation. Men. Young men. Young men I are I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if there's a, I mean, I really, I don't think there's a carbon monoxide issue or anything like that. I haven't checked. Mm. I definitely do not, will not check, and I have not checked. Mm. Um, so I doubt it's that, but you know, yeah. I guess, I don't know. I think it's probably just, yeah, just a funny spirit place. Maybe yeah. I think I'm actually on board with the spirit thing now. Yeah. Well, 
I'm glad to hear that we've got a convert amongst us. Yeah, yeah. It's not carbon monoxide or anything like that. It's, yeah. James? Oh, that's expensive to repair. Sorry. I, uh, I have some wonderful news to tell you. Mm. And while we were talking, I managed to take a peek at my phone, see if I could find out any information about Cindy, and mm. lo and behold... May she rest in peace. Well... That's the thing. She isn't. Oh! There is a rumor that her ghost still lingers within her apartment. Yes! Yes. Ah! Oh, amazing. And so... Wait, you're getting all... I hate to use this word, but you're getting all horny for a, a dead girl's ghost right here in the studio? Mike, she was... Dorian, have you, like, she's a babe, right? Oh, I'm looking at the picture right now on the, the Globe and Mail website, uh, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Dorian. So what can I do? Like, if I wanted to try to, you know, like, what do I do? Go hang out in the apartment and, like, what, like, you know, hey, just wanted to chat or, like, oh, God. Do you get you a know. box of chocolates and flowers for a ghost? You're, that's so stupid, James. No, it's Dorian. Well, uh, I, I don't think it's absurd to bring an offering to a ghost to see if a ghost just wants to hang out and chill. Or, well, I'll or defer something. to you. I'll defer to you. I'm sorry. Oh, of know. course, of course. I mean, you know, having never uh, uh, myself uh, uh, engaged a ghost in, in a very long conversation, you know, I, I think that's a perfectly fine thing to do. Uh, from what I hear, ghosts enjoy uh, finer things, you know, like wine and uh, chocolate and okay. perhaps... Uh, uh, do, read to her. do they enjoy uh, STIs? Oh, very funny, Michael. Which James, I'm sure, has a lot of. Had. Had. Um, what about vampires? Vampires? Yeah, have you ever seen a vampire? Do you have any good vampire? Like, that's. Vampires are a bit cooler to me than ghosts. You remind me of ghosts a vampire a bit, James, because you suck. Uh, instead of blood, you suck money out of uh, humans. Forever. Mm. And Sorry. I have good style and uh, get lots of uh, dates. Because, um, yeah, like, ghosts seem a bit like Michael. Like, a bit, oh, oh, I'm a little ghost. Oh, you know, I'm fussy. And vampires, to me, are more cool. Like, they like to party. They, I feel like they would go to clubs. Like, have you seen um, Blade? Mm-hmm. Um, rave vampires? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're dancing in a rave, and then the... The sprinklers all pour blood? Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that was, was so sick. cool. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any vampires on your ghost walks? or? You know, I haven't thought too long or hard about vampires. There certainly could be some, but uh, admittedly, that's not my area of your specialty. Your specifically. Yeah. Definitely just, just straight up the ectoplasm mm. revenants. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe you could be the one who starts a series of inquiries about vampires. That would be fun. There could be some living in this very building, and you never Whoa. know. Do you have any tenants who only go out at night and never come out during the daytime? Mm, yeah, there's definitely some freaks. I mean, there's definitely people I would be like, you're not a normal person. Like, there's something <laughs> I, wrong with you. I mean, just because someone lives their life a different way doesn't mean they're a, a, like a vampire or undead. That's well... I don't know. There's one guy who, uh, there's one guy who is always in bed. It seems like he's never he's never out. He comes out at night and like I I don't know. Or maybe he he seems to go to a convenience store at night all the time. Um, I guess he has a, a late night job. But I just feel like if you don't have normal hours, if you're like a nine to five guy, there's something weird about you. Like there's something up. 
Mm-hmm. If you don't have like an office job, nine to five, mm-hmm. let's, it, it, there's reason for, for suspicion. Let's put it that way. Well, you've got to be hiding something. You've got to be hiding something. Mm-hmm. There's lots of jobs out there. What, uh, Dorian, you know, I feel like you confront scary things every day. What's your, what's your biggest fear or what's something for you that is just so scary or, or, you know, like what, is there something for you that you're just like, I couldn't even deal with that. I, if I saw that, I would freak. Cause you, you seem like you're kind of at ease with the spirit world. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what am I afraid of? Uh, loneliness. Mm. That's why I love ghosts so much is, you know, you're never alone probably. Yes. You know, you're. If you're, you ever have a moment of darkness when you're taking a bath, you know, you could take some comfort in the fact that, well, maybe a little creepy spirit is doing a peep at you. I would not like that. I take my personal, uh, like, my privacy very seriously. I would hate to think that when I'm bathing or, you know, on the on the can that uh, a spirit or a ghost could see me. No. I don't want a ghost to see my penis. Why? Pr- there's only if you private. don't want something to see your penis. There's uh, that says something about your penis or or my like butt. Well, you needn't be shy. I mean, they've already seen everything. Is they, that true? Yes, of course. Ghosts see everything all the time. I mean, if you were if you were incorporeal and could walk through walls, wouldn't you just? Even if you didn't want to, wouldn't you just? Be peeping on people. Yeah. Let me tell you, oh, James yeah. doesn't need to be a ghost to be peeping on people. There are some stories with some of the uh, some of the female tenants in this building oh, give it uh, that would turn turn your hair white. That's not true. But yeah, if I was a spirit, that would be tempting, wouldn't it? They probably do do that. That's a good point. Imagine like you know, I don't know who's like like uh, yes, um, you know, Salma Hayek. You know, like if you're a ghost, wouldn't you just go to her house? And just wait or like hang around. That's despicable. Why? You're a ghost. It doesn't matter, right, Dorian? I I think if that's what you as a ghost want to do, then you could absolutely do that. God, it sounds so. So if you were a ghost and you could do anything you wanted, you'd go to Salma Hayek's house, James. Yeah. Let me ask you this: How would you know where she lives? You can't use the internet as a ghost. Really? Is that they don't have some sort of computer thing? Oh mm, damn, that no. sucks. Can you buy one of those maps to the stars' homes or something like that? I was just in L.A. So what if I have a? Not that I approve of this plan, but I think I worked something out. Uh, James, say you wanted to go to Salma Hayek's house and haunt it after you died, so you could see her naked. So you sit down and you Google her address. You find it, then you blow your brains out. Hmm. So the last thought in your mind is her address, and then you can go and uh, haunt her. Dorian? Would that work, Dorian? Yes. Oh, okay. Definitively, yes, I can say that. Yes, you could do that. Wow. Or you could stab yourself. I mean, you could, however you kill yourself is up to you. But, okay. But then you would be able to see her, you know. Hmm. One, one question i got to ask, Dorian. Um, now, you're one of Toronto's top haunted tour guides, uh, you're in constant contact with the spirit world and the paranormal all over the, the GTA. What does God look like? Does God exist? Well, well, I cannot claim to having ever seen God myself. I have... Has God come to Toronto? Well, yes and no. Mm. A few weeks ago, I had a 
special conversation with a very, very talented young man. He, uh, he claimed to have died and seen the face of God hmm. and then been revived. And uh, I asked this fascinating young man to uh, uh, draw a picture of what uh, God looked like. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so he did. He was a very talented artist. And um, if, I can, uh, if I can just sort of bring it up, I oh, brought a copy. It's an exclusive Landlord Tenant Podmas. We have a picture of God here. And uh, mm. now as you can see, a uh, picture of God is... Uh, is it the right way around here? There we go. Yeah. It's a bit more... Um, Hmm. Regular sort of person's face, but a few abstractions. He looks like Kid it. Rock. He does, yes. yeah. He's wearing that same kind of uh, sort of ratty undershirt that Kid Rock wears. Uh huh. And he's standing in front of an American flag. That's cool. So this is the this is God. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yes. I kind of was hoping for a little yeah. more from God, but well, who are you hoping for? Uh... Some university no, professor, Mike? Come on. Not a university professor, James. I just thought it would be someone who's sort of a little uh, cleaned up a bit more. Sort of, uh, has like a, an old man with a beard? Well, not an old man. It could be a young man with a beard. Or it could be a woman. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, well. It's a very, well, very creative idea of God that you have. Yeah, anyway. Very, very well, <laughs> this... Uh, picture of God is really bumming me out. Well, right now we're going to take a little break from all this uh, terrifying, uh, all these terrifying stories we're hearing about uh, the building and Toronto itself, and we'll be right back with more Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Um, we're here in our final segment today with... Uh, uh, Dorian Glass, Haunted Tour Guide. Well, hi, Dorian. Hello. And so uh, for this final segment, Michael and I thought we would do a little uh, a little fun game, huh? Uh, take advantage of uh, some of Dorian's skills uh, contacting the spirit world. So uh, we're going to play a game called Ask a Question to a Ghost or a Spirit. And you, you sort of said you're, you don't. You know, you're not a psychic or anything like that, but you you can sort of you think you can kind of meddle your way through this. Yes. Oh, yes. I dabble. Yes. Okay. Confident enough. So we're each going to take a turn uh, through Dorian, using him as a medium to ask a question to a uh, to a dead person, and um, who should go first? You 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 go first, Michael. All right. So, uh, whew, if I could ask a question to any ghost, I think it would be that. A uh, girl from my past, who I mentioned earlier, um, we were we went to the same summer camp together. Her name was Elaine, and one night, unfortunately, we were both on uh, duty to put out the campfire. I had to go to the washroom, and when I came back, she had fallen into the fire, and uh, we lost her. Um, we believe that she's haunting me now in my apartment, and uh, so Dorian, I'd like to ask her a question. Uh, Elaine, what can I do to uh, make you stop haunting me? Because it wasn't uh, my fault that you fell into that fire. Okay, let me just close my eyes and contact the spirit world. Mm. Mm. Wow. I'm uh, receiving word from a little winnowy voice. Mm. That's her. Okay, golden hair. Can you smell hot dogs? You can yeah, smell hot dogs, absolutely. Maple Leaf brand. Mm. And, 
uh, okay, I believe. I, uh, Elaine, is that you? She's saying yes. She's saying yes. Yes. And, uh... Michael wants to know, uh, repeat the question, Michael. What can I do to make her stop haunting me? Okay. Uh, Elaine is, uh, holding up her hands. She's unfolding the fingers and the palms are bare. Okay. Tears are streaming down her eyes. Uh, okay. And slowly folding her fingers back up. Okay. And, uh, ooh, that's very rude. That's very rude, Elaine. What's she doing? Oh, she just flipped you two birds. Oh, my God. Two? Yeah. Yep, I'm very sorry. Oh, you're getting haunted, mate. That sucks. I've seen something else, and she's just hopped onto a skateboard and is out of my field of vision. Oh, Oh my God. Wow, that was amazing. Michael, you're screwed. That is not the response I was anticipating. Uh, Who was that? Uh, Elaine, or was that Bart Simpson? Uh I am unimpressed. Well, you know, when spirits enter the spirit realm, apparently they get emboldened to just be cocky and mean, and I I guess right now she's not ready to give you the solution to... It wasn't my fault the way she passed, so I don't know what else, what more I can say. All right, uh, my turn to ask a question to you, Dorian. Uh, I would like to talk to Cindy, the sort of very attractive woman who lived in the building. Um, big, big surprise, James. Uh huh. Cindy, uh, would you go out with me? Okay, let me contact the spirit realm. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Ooh, this is a painful one. Ooh, sorry. Ooh, I think I see. I think I see a pair of beautiful eyes oh mm. blue like the oceans and oh it's zooming out a little bit oh yeah the gorgeous golden hair my mm-hmm. goodness my word oh yeah oh yeah yes oh wow you guys uh you want to sort of keep it yeah, just wait a second michael this yeah. is very important for me to okay. I need a concentration to focus on the spiritual realm oh wow uh, okay, uh, Cindy. Cindy, is that you? Yes, it's Cindy, and uh, uh, my friend James here yeah. wanted to to know if you would go out with him. What is your reply? Come on. Okay. Are you sure you want to hear the answer? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, she has just said she's... A little bit busy right Damn now. it! <laughs> That's <laughs> such a BS. Oh. What is she busy doing? You know, walking around hallways? Ooh, come on. She's saying she's just got some, some things to deal oh, with first. Such a oh. She needs to love herself first. Oh. You got shut down by a ghost, James. I love it. <sighs> All right. What else is she saying, though? What else is she saying about James? Uh, oh, uh, she's saying she thinks he's so sweet, mm. and thank you so much, mm. so 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 so. Well, maybe much. I do have a chance. It sounds. Well, like, we all know what but, that means. Hmm. Mm, and then she's stopped making verbal noises. Now she's just making this sound. Hmm. And she's exceeded my grasp. She's gone. Mm. She's gone. Well, it sounds like I might have an outside chance. She did say it was a nice guy, James. You're. <sighs> Hmm. Only fooling yourself, if you believe that. Uh, she clearly despises you. Whatever. Uh, Dorian, mm-hmm. um, 
Um, this is a bit unorthodox, but did you want to ask a question while we're on the podcast? Did you want to contact a spirit and ask them something? And do yeah, that'd be fun to, to see the master talk to a, a ghost. Well, why would I do that when I could simply ask a question of the living? Oh, that's <laughs> turning it on its head. Wow. Wow. Here is my question. Ooh. Directed to you, James. Huh. Would you patch my screen for my window? It is getting very drafty in my apartment. Ooh. Sometimes birds fly through there. I saw a chipmunk in my bedroom, and I think that's the route that it got through. Uh, Unhygienic to have wild animals like that sort of in your apartment. Yeah. And it, uh, they get into my food. Ah. And, uh, I don't make enough money to eat out all the time. I have to buy different cereals and subsist off of those. So, James? Uh... Yeah, um, you know, I, I, I'm really busy right now. It's a screen no, for a window, I, James. You, like, it is I, your duty to fix that kind of I thing. I went to L.A. last weekend for that bachelor party. I've got another one in Niagara Falls this weekend. I'm like, I've got an esports tournament coming up that I have to prepare for. I got to, you know, Unbelievable. Um, just play a lot of Call of Duty. I don't I, want to take this to the land, Landlord Tenants Board. No, I mean, I don't think you'd have to stand on, to be honest, because I think screens are sort of exempt from that. Okay. Um, and also, you can't prove anything. But um, I'll see what I can do, but I'm really busy, so it's unlikely, but I'll see what I can do. But Okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm just tired of handing in the I get it. Forms, maybe, you know, maybe don't leave food around so the squirrels don't have anything to come in for. That's not also a thing. Maybe oh. just patch up the window screen and then this one won't be a problem, James. Well, maybe just take care of your own self. I, I will see what I can do, but I think it's a gray area situation as to whether that's a tenant's or a landlord's responsibility. That's pretty black and white to me, but okay. Okay. Um, well, that's the show for this week. That's it. I hope you all enjoyed listening to it. Thank you to Dorian Glass. Thank you for having me. Ooh. Oh, do you want to... Uh, to, uh, you know, um, mention your tour to the audience? Absolutely. Where they can find it? Uh, yes. So uh, my uh, my uh, Haunted Toronto Walks tour uh, begins uh, right at uh, the, the Scarborough Bluffs. And it's uh, it starts every uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday uh, right at 1 o'clock p.m. in the afternoon and goes to 3. Uh, just broad daylight ghost walking tours. Uh, I charge... For, uh, $45 a head, and uh, they're very excellent. Good deal. Okay. And, and uh, are you on the internet? Uh, yes, you could follow, uh, follow my, uh, my Twitter account, at uh, Dorian Glass Haunted Walk Tours TO 2017. Great. Uh, and uh, you could also follow me on Instagram. I mainly just uh, post uh, pictures of what I'm watching on TV. Uh, but uh, occasionally I'll add a barb or something like that that uh, references the walking tours. So if you're interested in those, um, Instagram's really great. I'm just trying to build up a social media presence. Really. Great, yeah. We're, we're uh, in the same boat here on the Podmess. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at LTPodmess. There you go. Guys, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time.
The Landlord and Tenant Podmess was created and recorded by your co-hosts, Michael Balazzo and James Hartnett. Today's special guest was Brandon Hackett.